0: Welcome to this episode of the Mystery Cast right here on Tales of Earth, a show that we live stream every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash comicstorian. If you want to support us, you can support us by uh, doing all the things on Twitch, Mm -hmm. like subbing and following and all that. Uh, You can also do that over at YouTube. Don't forget to hit that bell, uh, little icon to make sure you get reminded uh, when we upload. Uh, You can also support us by going over to patreon.com slash comicstorian, uh, where you can sort support us financially, get gifts and things like that. And, or, the following, you can also buy uh, Tales of Earth merch uh, through the link below if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, So today, with us, we have the London Hammer, (laughs) Dan. Hello.
1: (laughs) And the artist
0: formerly known as Andy. Andy. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, And I am, of course, Gary, Uh, the... Universal Supreme Overlord of the Coxie family. I hear footsteps, hang on. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, It was just my wife. All right, so today we are talking about 10 extremely weird documents in the CIA's online FOIA archives, as well as another list that also lists other documents that have been declassified, which are strange um what is the, so the FOIA? first one
1: what what does the FOIA stand for let's see here FOIA, question, should, i don't know i Maybe.
0: think it should just stand for foyer
1: foyer uh, okay right. so it's all the documents that were found in the cia's foyer ah that's how you spell foyer you know, <laughs> all right like, follow-up hey question uh, is what's this, a foyer is this... <laughs> Guys, it's is, like is, this, is this is oh. this supposed
0: to be on the table? Like, is no? Okay, I'm just gonna it's like take it's this. It's
1: highlight magazines for some reason. <laughs> it's like a dentist office, right and next to it's the Where's Waldo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's oh all yeah. And mm-hmm. stuff.
0: That's where I left my redacted documents. Oh, it's the, the Freedom Where's of Waldo. Information
1: Act. Ah, thank you, Peter. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so
0: number one, Legit. uh In their Documents in the CIA's online Freedom of Information Act archives. Uh, <laughs> is... one uh, <laughs> uh, number one, a Washington Post article titled, Yes, Psychic Warfare is Part of the Game. This 1981 article reports uh, that the Pentagon had spent $6 million uh, on psychic warfare, including attempts to crack Soviet codes with ESP and a proposed missile defense system over the North Pole that would suck enemy nukes into the past
1: that is my favorite one
0: yes interesting that is actually not something i had ever heard of uh, let's let's
1: let's hold on real quick i know Helen, we just started yes. but let's did you really finish think the sentence this. okay did you read no, the next no 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 i want to no i want to i want to talk about this real fast if you suck the missile into the past wouldn't it just blow up your past look at what the yes. re- you need to read the next one andy will love it okay
0: uh, in the past, these missiles would then kill dinosaurs or something, leaving present-day America
1: unscathed. Oh, okay, well, as long, as long as they've thought it out, then. Never mind, I retract I'm my credit. Sure <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sure no, they thought it would That's kill my the dinosaurs. I mean, we're only changing the past. It's not like we're changing I
1: w- now. I mean, hey, if how they fu- disappeared how how in one way. How funny would that be if scientists found out that the dinosaurs didn't die from, like, meteors or something <laughs> like that? They're like, I don't know. It's a bunch of missiles. <laughs> so, we found the remains of a bunch of old missiles. From Turns like out
0: we are actually the, we are actually the product. It's
1: really strange. We can't figure this one out. <laughs> we
0: are actually the product. Human beings are actually the product of like radioactive uh, like manipulation on the gene pool uh, because we sent nukes into our own past. So we created
1: ourselves. Our, so we became that. our own grandfathers. Wait right. a second. Yes. Does that mean we're part dinosaur now? Yes. Yes. Because I am all bored for that. Well,
0: technically, everything is connected genetically in some way, so yeah, I guess we're part dinosaur. I'm down so for that. Yeah. You know what? I'll take it. Logistics, <laughs> That's scientific whatever. scientific answer. Yeah. Or as Dan would say, or maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs> there you go. Or maybe not. <laughs> or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, although, goodness. also, I would make a terrible doctor or like dentist or something, you know, because so it looks like we need to take, you know, we, we need to pull uh, some teeth, you know, from the back of your mouth because they're, you know, the they're infected or maybe not. <laughs>
1: maybe not. <laughs> like, Better safe uh, than sorry. no, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> no, what.
0: I'm not a doctor. I'm sorry. I wait, just found this what? coat like sitting out there. I grabbed a coat and a clipboard. I was like, I'm going to pretend to be a doctor.
1: Got it over my head. Now I'm on the payroll. <laughs> whatever you know isn't that <laughs> so you're kind of doing the uh catch me if you can catch me if you can mm-hmm. yeah great movie uh
0: number two a list of jokes about the soviet union meant for the deputy director of central intelligence okay first off i have to say most uh like declassified cia documents basically revolve around the soviet union
1: oh yeah well that's yeah what I mean, I, that's was, what that was just their suffered. focus for the longest time
0: and it, yeah, it was, uh, but yeah. I find it just funny that most things that have been declassified, be, probably because they realize like, okay, this didn't happen, this didn't happen, this didn't happen. Right, this, yeah, is yeah. No longer, this is no longer a threat, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, all right. Uh, Soviet jokes for the DDCI. A worker standing in a liquor line says, I have had enough, save my place. I am going to shoot Gorbachev. <laughs> Two hours later, he returns to claim his place in line. His, friend, uh, his friends ask, did you get him? No, the line there was even longer than the line here. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, <laughs> what's the difference?
1: <laughs> I like that. What's
0: <laughs> what's the difference between Gorbachev and? Uh... Oh, I do need my glasses. Apparently, my eyesight is just Dupe-cek. like the worst Dupe-check. today. Dubcheck, Dupe- nothing. But Gorbachev doesn't know it yet. Uh... I like that uh, first I don't one. I'm going to understand that in context.
1: I like I like to think that at some point in the seat, because this obviously was a. a... <laughs> an unclassified document which means at one point the deputy director of the cia was like all right did everybody get their jokes in today all right because you know yeah. i need my daily jokes from everybody yeah and then, the only way I keep... <laughs> and then they classified it they classified it you know what it that's was that's their way of yeah it was the cia director going you know what this one's good i'm not gonna let anyone take this classified this is, this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be office internal yeah and to be- make sure that happens. I'm classifying it. Nobody better start spreading these outside the <laughs> office. I'm gonna try and readjust that first joke. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to re readapt it to current days. I like it. Oh yes.
0: Uh so don't let it be said that the CIA doesn't have a sense of humor. This document, simply titled I I'm sure everyone in the CIA just kind of looked at it and did this little like because they're super serious. Uh, Soviet jokes <laughs> for the DDCI list several knee slappers about the USSR. Maybe they were funnier at the time. I don't know. That one was pretty good. I that uh, first yeah, one was solid. one Was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> number three: Are you a self-conscious human being or a program slave? You decide. Um, uh, a constant this, question I have. This interesting 1974 document was produced by the National Caucus of Labor Committees after it, quote, uncovered a vicious <laughs> CIA scheme against it, a scheme which was to use victims of brainwashing as the enactors of assassination. It's a lot to take in. So that's all we get. Well, I mean, wasn't folks. that what
1: movie was that where they talked about that? It was like the sleeper agent and he gets activated when you say the word. I don't know. but uh, I've seen the American dad spoof of uh, the one. Manchurian Candidate. Oh
0: okay, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. The whole kind of sleeper agent concept is has been used a lot.
1: Yeah, the, it is used a um, lot. Yeah. I believe in that movie, right. wasn't it? Or movie that show yep. Homeland? I think was the same thing. I think so. Uh, I, I remember the one you're talking about. I don't think it was called Homeland, but I know okay. which one it was. You were something talking along those. He was like a marine that got captured and then he comes back and. Oh no! Never mind. I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah, I've. There's right, it's it's heard, good I've, there's I mean, one of, of the like. Show, it's like the the story of russian sleep agents in america and just kind of oh yeah yeah i I I want to say americans is what it's called yeah that's that's yeah Yeah. the americans yep
0: yeah Uh, all right number four an experimental psychic probe of the planet jupiter so earlier i was practicing some remote viewing and i either successfully remote viewed or i ended up on some kind of like acid trip I'm not really sure which
1: one it was. Everybody knows you need to take some LSD you know. for remote viewing. So, yeah, exactly. Did, did you Sorry, did you have you seen Midnight Gospel? Just curious on Netflix. I've never heard of it. No. No, I've never even heard of it. So, it's a sense, the reason why it made me think cuz it's a guy that like does po- space casts and goes into a simulation mm-hmm. and interviews people. And the the only most accurate way that I can describe the show is Two incredibly stoned philosophers are having a conversation between each other during a show that a person on LSD has created. And what you said sounded like it could have been an episode of uh, of that show. And for the record, it, I don't know how I felt about the show, but it's worth watching. It's worth watching. Just saying. Hmm. I Googled it's, it. Okay. It's weird. I mean, just don't make me want to watch no, it. No, it's weird. It's, it's weird. What did you say yeah. it was called? It's called The Midnight Gospel. It's Midnight Gospel. Yeah, I know it's worth seeing just to go who thought of this just first Probably step someone what was theme. he on i got a party <laughs> with that guy <laughs> yeah pretty much um sorry continue uh, going this, with your oh no email. no
0: it's fun. no it's great uh this document from 1973 rec- uh, records the attempts of two men harold sherman and uh ingo swan as they attempt i think ingo swan should be my spy name I do. Although with a like name it. like Swan, I don't know if anyone will take this seriously, as they attempted to conduct a psychic probe of Jupiter in order to test their abilities to see what the gas giant was really like. Because when you want to test your psychic abilities, Jupiter is where you go. Well, yeah. Uh, the pair well, conducted
1: what? I mean, obviously Jupiter. I mean, screw Neptune. No one yeah, likes Neptune. Neptune.
0: Saturn. I'm traveling to Uranus. Come on. Uh, nah. uh, anyway, the scientists. pair conducted their probes uh separately and then shared their results with one another they hoped that nasa's pioneer 10 module which is about to pass jupiter might be able to verify some of their psychic claims did it the article literally ends
1: there did it i don't know <laughs> i well that part hasn't been redacted or hasn't been uh, <laughs> yeah. unclassified yet true unclassified yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> So, number five, a 1969 testimony from a Russian engineer about a local psychic. A lot of psychic stuff in the CIA's yeah. classified files. Uh, who could supposedly heal people with his hands. They're called doctors.
1: Uh magical document, doctors. He used his hands to give people, like, medicine and stuff. That <laughs> was amazing. You better classify this.
0: <laughs> this document, titled uh, Magician, walks into the laboratory uh, is a translated document about a magician who can create windows into unknown worlds in Belisi, Georgia. It is enthusiastic and utterly bewildering.
1: I thought you were starting another joke for the record. I was going to say, all right. So a magician walks into into a a laboratory (laughs) like
0: a joke. It does. So I'm, I'm failing to see the connection between someone who can heal people with his hands. And someone who creates windows into unknown worlds.
1: (laughs) It's possible that's how he heals them, Gary. We won't know that part hasn't been unclassified yet.
0: I would love to see in like a thousand years. Yeah,
1: declassified.
0: I would love to see in a thousand years when none of this matters anymore. Everything is declassified. Uh, And it turns out that CIA wasn't doing anything.
1: It actually took a yeah, long time. It.
0: it was just making up documents. We were giving yeah, them money just... to make up stuff. Yeah, yeah and there's, everybody's just collecting a paycheck at this point. Yeah. And the giant book of CIA, like, concepts and ideas. Um, it's like, hey, my idea made it in there. <laughs> Laser <laughs> sharks. <laughs> <Nice>. Laser <laughs> sharks.
1: <laughs> Some guys just uh, doodling raptors with machine gun arms. <laughs> And he draws a uh, nuke in the picture, and they're like, So you, you meant to time travel a nuke into the past to nuke the dinosaurs? right? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yes, that's what that's, that's uh, what I meant. Using psychics. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, using psychics and laser sharks. Uh, okay, I, it so. seems
1: like back in the 60s and 70s, it was like, as long as you linked in psychics somehow, the CIA was on board. Yeah. You know, oh, 100%. They were like, Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not sure. It's got a psychic. We're in tell me at it all it it's classified it's classified yeah so uh so the cia didn't really buy our very
0: grounded detailed proposition uh and our plan to you know actually end world you know end war in the world uh but they were totally on board when we threw a psychic in there so yeah, yeah. So, it seems yeah. cool <laughs> like you know you're not really you know i'm not really just buying this whole like world peace plan you got going <laughs> Uh, it, it just lacks pizzazz, you know, and <laughs> it doesn't have enough pop <laughs> pop. <laughs>
1: okay. we we'll throw a psychic in for you. Awesome. Okay. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> and then I'm there's in. that one guy's like, I I don't know. I, I'm not sure he opens portals to a different dimension. All right. Yes. You got me too. Let's do this. You got me. I'm on board. Yep.
0: All right. So number six, an entire issue of a magazine called flying saucers, UFO reports from the 1960s uh you know how in the movie men in black tommy lee jones character reads trashy tabloid magazines because they often have the real scoop on whatever crazy alien activities are happening on earth well the cia had this cheap looking magazine in its classified archives just something to think about
1: <laughs> I, it's true okay they yeah they have to have had some of this stuff just sitting around for plausible deniability there has oh, got sure. to be some of I'm this sure. stuff where they're like what yes. You think we really thought about time-traveling nukes? We got flying saucers over here. Clearly it was a fake. And then you're yeah, like, wait
0: Clearly. A clearly uh, it was a fake. <laughs> so you know uh, those genetic experiments we were running? You know, yeah, Batboy? Yeah. Yeah, the tabloids got a hold of that. Oh, okay. We'll just grab a couple copies of the tabloid. When Batboy is released, we'll just point to the tabloids and just say they made it up. So you guys Jesus. remember Batboy?
1: i do i yeah. think we yeah didn't we talk about it on uh one of the uh, first i don't think we
0: have <gasps> i just thought of the next episode of conspiracy cast tabloids that might be true
1: yes i oh, like it ooh, that's a good like one yeah i like it
0: that boy we've we must have uh, talked
1: about it in passing or something like that i'm sure I know we have. It's, come up. it's
0: like the most uh yeah it's like the most uh popular kind of tabloid fake news article all right um Uh, Number seven, a newspaper clipping accusing the CIA of suppressing talk about UFOs in. Sorry, this 1966 article from the Arizona Republic was headlined UFO Hush Blamed on CIA Men, which is a pretty perfect headline in my humble opinion. Okay,
1: I'm glad they included the in my humble opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they're being humble about their opinions. I'm glad they were
0: very specific about the gender of the people they were
1: blaming as well. Definitely yeah, blamed on CIA men. Well, what are what are it's, they? Who's you know. who's handling this? Top, top men. Men.
0: men. But who? <laughs> top
1: men. Men. Uh, goodness. Or maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Or maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Go either
0: way. <laughs> Uh, Number eight, a report warning that Soviets might be beating the U.S. in applied parapsychology studies. Uh, I'm actually going to read this little article here uh, or clipping. Uh, parapsychology studies, Soviets uh, possibly lead U.S. in applied parapsychology studies. A review of Soviet literature indicates that in the 1960s, the Soviets initiated an objective, rational, and scientific investigation into the following areas. Oh, I'm glad it's rational and scientific. I'd hate it well, to yeah, be obvious, irrational, should... <laughs> irrational be crazy, and unscientific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Electrostatics of telekinesis, extremely low frequencies of electromagnetic radiation for information transmission, application of information theory and cybernetic theory to the biophysics of parapsychology, the uh, construction of remote psychological monitors, the parapsychology of novel methods of stimulation and six high frequency analysis of short EEG segments. Okay, that's very specific. Uh, this 1975 report from the Weekly Survey reports of a review of Soviet literature from the 1960s, indicating that the Russians were leading the United States in the crucial areas of electrostatics of telekinesis. I really want to know what that is, and the construct the construction of remote psychological monitors, among other things. Physiological I that electrostatics.
1: Physio. What did I say? You said psychological. That one's physiological. Oh yeah, sorry. Physio.
0: Yeah, physiological uh i'd like the i'd like to imagine the electrostatics of telekinesis is like whenever you use telekinesis you build up uh static electricity and it's just like a side effect interesting um, i was using telekinesis
1: i i looked at it more of a can we use static electricity to fake telekinesis to make people think that we're telekinetic <laughs> You're like i mean i'm just saying watch, if you went watch to me. war and like someone was just standing there and he had like Six guns just floating around him—you'd probably get a little scared. Regardless of anything, you would just be like, "Oh, that would be pretty
0: frightening." But also, can you imagine, like, uh, like watch me, watch me
1: move that apple? Hang on. (laughs) You're like rubbing surfaces. Yeah, you're like. like, Why why do you (laughs) have a balloon? No reason. No reason. (laughs) (laughs) Sending
0: men onto the battlefield with balloons. (laughs) Um. (laughs) It's okay, guys.
1: <laughs> Zap. That don't it. Zap.
0: Oh man. Uh number nine, the State Uh Department memo warning that anti-American propaganda in Soviet media was accusing the US of stealing Nazi gold. Uh, this Nazi memorandum gold. which reached always Nazi gold. Always. Always Nazi
1: gold. Yeah. Uh not Soviet you have gold. Chance. Always steal Nazi gold. Let, let's be honest. Yeah. If it's if it's something that's related to telepaths or psychics or anything like that it's always retcha if it's anything that's gold or treasures it's always nazis
0: yeah some kind
1: of like relic of the past it's
0: always the nazis got it yeah always nazis
1: which i mean Uh, i guess is kind of fair because they did steal a lot of stuff i was gonna say they stole a lot of gold so yeah it kind of makes sense uh
0: What was it? Where was it? Okay, Nazi gold. This memorandum, which reached Secretary of State uh, Henry Kissinger, lays out a laundry list of propaganda at the U.S. expense, including reports of racial unrest in the states and American soldiers committing war crimes in Asia. To be fair, these probably uh, there probably was some truth to that. It also notes that Americans supposedly stole Nazi gold in 1945.
1: I would not be surprised.
0: They probably did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they stole Nazi scientists. Yeah.
0: Is that, is that Nazi gold? No, 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 that's not Nazi gold. Why, why is there a swastika on <laughs> it? That's, I,
1: we actually, I we got it before the war Better. back when a swastika wasn't related to Nazis. It's yeah. <laughs> the question We're is okay. why wouldn't you have taken it out of the thing with the swastika on it? <laughs> exactly. well, I just, I didn't want to move it. So I just kept it in the same box this whole time. <laughs> just seemed easier. Uh,
0: <laughs> number 10, an internal CIA memo about a shortage of Coca-Cola bottles okay i'm gonna read this memo real fast (laughs) did you get the memo uh all right office of personal memorandum number 20-660-6 subject shortage of coca-cola bottles the coca-cola delivery uh man reports a shortage uh of from two to three cases of empty bottles daily presumably employees have taken the coke bottles back to their offices in curry hall as well as outside of the building and have failed to return them to the empty cases located at the vending machine since the delivery man himself is responsible basically this is like a note that you get that says like stop leaving fish in the fridge or (laughs) like (laughs) remember (laughs) it's
1: a communal microwave stop putting your indian food in there for 30 minutes i was gonna say curry yeah
0: (laughs) This is just one of those sticky notes, but they classified it for some reason. <laughs> yeah.
1: every Everything in the CIA is classified. It does not it, matter how it mundane matter. it is. It was actually attached to the telepath one, and it just got included in the classified. And they're like, Yeah, well, it's a whole it was like thing stuck. to declassify yeah. it. Just leave it.
0: <laughs> it got accidentally got stapled into the same document. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will
1: say this. As someone who was in the Army... -hmm. It is a pain in the ass to declassify things. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. It is easier to classify them than it is to declassify them. Oh, I bet. Well, I have uh, a feeling one's just a stamp. stamp. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be just. (laughs) We were in the same wavelength. It's just a, and it's classified now. You got this guy to do anything more? Classified. (laughs) Classified. Bills. (laughs) Yeah. Classified. (laughs) Classified. You gotta. (laughs) He was like stuck there the weekend and just started classifying everything. Everything. That's his only job. He just like people oh, are God. just talking. They're like, "Should we classify this?" His head just pops out. Someone say classify. I got my stamp. Classify. I got my stamp. Huh? 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 Who wants to get classified? The classifier. The classifier. He's... They also <laughs> call me formerly employed by the uh, CIA. Some people also call me Tim. Tim. Tim over didn't,
0: there, classifying the TV guide the oh,
1: classifier. <laughs> OK, oh, my goodness. Oh, man,
0: that would be great in our super like amazing spy movie. That's super serious. We need a guy in the background just sitting there the whole time classifying everything, <laughs> resumes, everything they can just find. classify
1: every single scene. He's just somewhere in the back classifying something new. <laughs> Yep. And then the post credit scene is he's run out of ink
0: in his stamp. <laughs> like, he's
1: like, No. <laughs> oh no. What am I gonna do? Oh, what a cliffhanger. Someone really get, get the telekinetics. Ink. I need some ink. Telekinetics. Um all
0: right, so on to the next list. That was it for that list. Uh that was the Oh that was one. it. This one is Oh. Yeah, for that list, yeah. So, we're moving on to another one called uh, Flying Saucers to Mind Control 22 Declassified Military and CIA Secrets uh, on Life Science at, from LifeScience.com. Uh, let's see here. Government and military secrets can range from terrifying to amusing to downright absurd, but most are nothing short of intriguing. From a secret U.S. Air Force project to build a supersonic flying saucer to a now famous World War II era research program. That produced the first atomic bombs to a plan to train domesticated cats to spy on the Soviet Union. Here are 22 declassified military and CIA secrets. Uh, let's see here, Project 1794. In late 2012, the U.S. Air Force declassified a trove of documents, including records of a uh, secret program. I almost said Soviet. I just it just like comes out of my mouth. <laughs>
1: uh secret program careful carry flying that's classified what, like, what? Yep, that's classified. <laughs> the soviet one that's classified be careful
0: be careful yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah uh so to build a flying saucer type aircraft designed to shoot down soviet bombers the ambitious program called project 1794 was initiated in the 1950s and a team of engineers were tasked with building a disc shaped vehicle capable of traveling at supersonic speeds at high altitudes uh well, I would hope it would be at high altitudes because if you're traveling at supersonic speeds at low altitudes, you might run into some problems like buildings. Now, uh, <laughs> or it depends trees. on how
1: how low you were doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, the declassified documents reveal plans uh, for the plan for the plane to reach a top speed of Mach four, four times the speed of sound. That would be impressive, and reach an altitude of 100,000 feet. Uh, or thirty thousand four hundred eighty meters. The project's estimated cost was more than three million dollars, which is today's, which in today's dollars would be more than twenty-six million. Which is actually very small for a top-secret flying saucer program. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it's not very much. That's, yeah, that's, that's like, that's, hey, that's build that's us a flying change. saucer. It is. Yeah, when you're talking about like top-secret, like like black projects. Yeah. Yes, that's chump. That's chump change. They basically like rifled through their uh, their dresser drawer and just found what change fell out, and they're like, "Okay, will this work?"
1: Little do we know, uh, this was actually a negotiated price from a previous Black Ops thing about uh, psychic haggling. So luckily, <laughs> luckily they were able to get it down <laughs> to a measly yep. twenty six mil.
0: <laughs> How does psychic haggling work? Is it like? Is it like it's a, where uh, it's kind of like, a like pl- inception like a role playing
1: game it's kind of like inception, oh, okay. but you incept them with lower prices so they think they're right, right, yeah. they're competing so but yeah okay. they know so
0: in their mind safe it's just like a a coupon exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they just went so, in and they erased a zero <laughs> and so he was like twenty six mil do you mean two hundred and sixty no twenty six mil <laughs> so or I, guess I would like 20, to think but- I would like to think that
0: the CIA actually watches our show and this is where they're getting their next like great big ideas, you know, for their next like top secret project. Some guys is like
1: <laughs> laser sharks, write that down, write that down, write that down, write that down. Honestly, I, uh, it's funny you say that, because I, I was having the thought of, I wonder if anyone guesses a CIA top secret classified project so accurately that the CIA actually has to go find them because they think they got into some documents. I'm wondering if that has oh, ever probably. happened. Oh, CIA yeah. operators show up to your house, kicking yeah. your front door. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you about the laser sharks? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was uh, Austin Powers and Dr. Evil yeah we have Um, mutated sea bass mutated sea bass
0: i still like your idea for the uh stealth sharks stealth stealth sharks Sharks. Sharks. (laughs) we didn't put tracking devices on and now and we lost them. (laughs) we lost them what happened this week well we can't find them man they're great (laughs) yeah they're really good stealth sharks (laughs) what was his name
1: tim Ted didn't show up to uh,
0: put the tracking devices on the sharks. So He,
1: he actually yeah. classified the tracker, and it was just too much of a hassle to unclassify it. So, stealth sharks. <laughs> stealth sharks, just out there. Uh,
0: next one is Project Iceworm. Uh, in the 1960s, the U.S. Army embarked on a secret mission to build a series of mobile nuclear missile launch sites under the Greenland Ice Sheet. The objective was to house medium-range missiles close enough to strike targets within the Soviet Union. Always the Soviet Union. The program was could name Project Iceworm, but to test its feasibility, the Army launched a, co- a cover research project called Camp Century in 1960. Under the guise, engineers built a network of underground buildings and tunnels, including living quarters, a kitchen. Oh, just one kitchen. Nice. A recreation hall, infirmary, <laughs> laboratories, supply rooms, a communications center, and a nuclear power plant, but just one kitchen. Uh, the base, which was kept secret from the Danish government, operated for seven years. The program was canceled wow. in 1966 after shifting ice created unstable conditions. Today, the crushed remains of Project Iceworm are buried beneath Arctic snow. Well, I know where we're going for our next show. That would be that would actually sweet. be pretty cool. It would be super. Today's Mister
1: Cast is filmed live at Pro- the remains of Project yeah. Iceworm.
0: <laughs> so i would love to see like uh, a dramatized version of this project going awry in in the sense that like so they so the danish government doesn't know we're here right so we're yeah it's okay we're under the ice it's fine then a warm day comes along yeah and that ice just moves <laughs> like hey <laughs> so here's so, our here's our organization
1: what do i if say you, Uh if you Google pictures of it, it looks like the friggin' Rebel base on Hoth. So this one was like a legitimate one.
0: Yeah, it's... Huh? I'm convinced that they, they shot the movie there.
1: Yeah, Yeah, know, right? George Lucas is like, what if we just use Project Iceworm? And they're like, what? I mean, nobody's using it, yeah. so... <laughs> it's been abandoned. It's been abandoned, because it was a bad idea. <laughs> I'm sure it's got uh, good quality material there, so we don't have to worry about breaking anything. Exactly. <laughs> Just be careful of warm uh, all right, days. Next. <laughs> uh,
0: Project MKUltra, which we have talked about on the show before, yep. Yes. Uh, for those of you who don't know, during the Cold War, the CIA initiated Project MKUltra, a secret and illegal human research program to investigate. I can imagine the CIA does a lot of illegal things. <laughs> no. Uh, a human research program to investigate potential mind control systems. They are also very preoccupied with mind control. Does this not worry anyone? Yeah, (laughs) sure it'll be fine. Like, Like we spent 40 years trying to mind control and that's just the stuff they've declassified. I'm I'm just going to
1: say the mind control experiments started to die down around the same time Bill Gates started to get enthusiastic about vaccines. Coincidence? It's true. Probably
0: also true. Uh,
1: <laughs> so I'm going to give you this vaccine here. That looks like a little microchip. No, no, no. No, no. no, no, no don't no. worry. It, Stop ignore... asking questions. Stop asking questions. Here's a Microsoft <laughs> stock share yeah. stop asking questions okay yeah, microsoft yeah. Stock. i probably would I'd be I, like, I probably would fine. okay okay i cool with it yeah
0: i'll give up my cognitive freedom <laughs> yeah microsoft share great seems like an even trade uh let's see here the program's operators examine the effects of hypnosis biological agents and drugs such as lsd and barbitur barbiturates Barbiturates, yeah. On human subjects, uh, some historians uh, suggest the program was uh, designed to develop...
1: Sorry, it's barbiturates.
0: Barbiturates? Barbiturates. Barbiturates. you're making me say weird.
1: Okay. Should we get Benny to pronounce this seen that
0: word before. Uh, so some historians suggest the program was designed to develop a mind control system that could be used to, quote, program the brains of potential assassins, i.e., probably the entire U.S. population. Uh, yeah. So in 1973, the then CIA director Richard Helms ordered that all documents from Project MKUltra be destroyed, but a formal investigation into the Grant program was launched several years later. The project became the basis for several movies, such as The Manchurian Candidate and The Men Who Stare at Goats. Uh, all right. Hmm.
1: Now so for the... Uh, uh, Gary, a uh, barbiturate... Barbiturate... Is any class of sedative and sleep-inducing drug derived from barbiturate acid? Interesting. Oh, okay. In case you were wondering. I was. Thank you, uh, You're welcome, Dan. Or maybe not. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not.
0: Um, thank you for that definition. Nope. Area 51. Almost no other site has garnered as much attention from conspiracy theorists and UFO enthusiasts as Area 51, a remote desert tract near Groom Lake in Nevada, roughly 83 miles, 134 kilometers northwest of Las Vegas. The intense uh, secrecy uh, surrounding the base sparked people's imaginations, and Area 51 was commonly linked to paranormal activities, including uh, pervasive theories that suggested that Area 51 hid aliens and UFOs. Yeah. In July 2013, declassified documents from the CIA acknowledged the existence of Area 51 for the first time. <laughs> so you know that
1: giant base. <laughs> it's a okay, giant it's, base. It's a giant base. Well, <laughs> for a while <laughs> they were going. Like- they were just like, well, it's a giant base, or maybe it's not. You know what? We don't know. Or maybe it's not. <laughs> you know, maybe
0: it's a Tesla Gigafactory or maybe it's uh it's actually elon musk's
1: not an alien base yeah there you go (laughs) so so you know
0: all those theories about the moon being actually like a death star it is (laughs) 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 just just trying to be transparent okay we're just trying to be transparent uh while area 51 which operates as a detachment of edwards air force base in neighboring california has never been declared a covert base the research and activities conducted there were some of the nation's most closely guarded secrets so covert <laughs> just, just saying <laughs> semantics uh yeah so what's going on there is not top secret no so can i know what's going on no, no.
1: <laughs> uh, it's okay. not top secret but it is secret what? But it's a secret. Wasn't yeah. there a president who, like, one of his uh, campaign things was, if he became president, he would reveal what, uh, what was actually at Area 51? Then he became president uh, and was like, uh, "It's national security. We can't tell you."
0: Yes, I'm sure every president has thought that. Like, they're, I'm sure one of their first questions in office is, "Okay, now that I'm sworn in,
1: Area 51, give
0: me, Could give you me Just the like good. sit down, first take like a deep breath.
1: There was one, kind of though, in the overall <laughs> office and then they're like, all right. So really, though, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> right? right. Like, OK, what was it? well, no. So I know Obama was the first one to acknowledge it as a president. There was a candidate yes. that before he became president, that was one of his oh. like. I will release okay. this. Vote for me and I will tell you. And then he became and he's like right. national security. I can't tell you. I can't tell you anything. Imagine that. Um it's like
0: it's like any other empty promise. It's like, I promise vending machines yeah. <laughs> in every home or something like ridiculous. Vending and then machines. Then they get it on...
1: on every corner. <laughs> and then
0: <laughs> it's like the uh like the middle school promise is always like vending machines. Oh, it's always um, yeah, yeah. vending machines. But it's like they finally get in an office and they people tell them, like, yeah, so you know that promise? Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Do, yeah, you can't do that. You see that
1: stamp? You uh, see what Tim did over there? It says classified. You can't do it, bud. Oh, yeah. sorry. He's, he's like over there class of, like putting classified on everything. <laughs> he's like, I ran out of documents. I put it on the desk. I, like it. I accidentally dropped it on you my, my, my lunchbox list? and I haven't eaten in days. <laughs> that, ink, that ink doesn't come off. Um,
0: all right, so. Next one, Project Grudge, which I sincerely hope is a creepy Japanese
1: ghost project. <laughs> yeah, uh, they the, trying to weaponize ghosts. <laughs> weaponize ghosts. I would yeah, not to put that past uh, to the CIA. <laughs> yeah.
0: no. uh, project Grudge. <laughs> While well, Area 51 was not a top secret base designed to study extraterrestrials, <laughs> That should be the subtitle for Area 51. Not, <laughs> Not. a top secret base to study. <laughs> uh, It's on the sign. Uh, the U.S. Air Force did study the existence of UFOs. Project Grudge was a short-lived program launched in 1949 to study unidentified flying objects. Whoever titled it must have had a grudge against UFOs. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs>
1: UFOs, they're stupid. Being all unidentified yeah (laughs) being all unidentified and their whole flying objectivity oh man
0: the mission (laughs) they're just glorified frisbees (laughs) uh the mission followed an earlier program known as project sign which published a report in early 1949 stating that while some ufos seemed to be actual aircraft there was not enough data to determine their origins imagine that Critics mm-hmm. of Project Grudge said the program solely set out to to debunk UFO reports, and well, of course it did because you don't, whatever. And very little actual research was conducted. <laughs> Tim, Tim didn't do his research. Damn it, damn damn. Tim! <laughs> in his book on the topic, Edward J. Uh, Rupolt, uh, Air Force captain and director of Project Grudge, wrote, "Quote: uh, It doesn't take a. I guess he forgot his I because it's in brackets." Uh, It doesn't take a great deal of study of the old UFO files to see (laughs) there's old UFO files to see that standard intelligence procedures were not being followed by Project Grudge. Everything was being evaluated on the premise that UFOs couldn't exist, no matter what you see or hear. Don't believe it. If that is the most non answer answer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, so Project Grudge, like are UFOs real? Yes, or maybe not. Or maybe, I mean not, not yeah. maybe not. Or maybe yeah. not. Maybe <laughs> not. Just <scary>. uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know I uh, I gotta go. I'm going to uh, Area Fifty One, not a top secret base designed to study extraterrestrials. <laughs> just, and so I'll, and I'll, just so we're clear. Just so clear on that. <laughs> and uh, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, all right, <laughs> Operation Paperclip. In September 1946, President Harry Truman authorized a program called Operation Paperclip, which aimed to lure scientists from Nazi Germany to the United States following World War II. Officials at the Office of Strategic Services, uh, the predecessor to the CIA, recruited German scientists to America to aid the country's post-war efforts, which would also ensure that valuable scientific knowledge would not end up in the hands of the Soviet Union or the divided East and West Germany. Operation Paperclips, the most famous recruit was rocket scientist Werner von Braun, who would go on to mastermind NASA's Apollo moon missions uh, and also not be recognized until way after we landed on the moon. So, All right. Right. Well, yes.
1: first off, I'm going to say mastermind, maybe not the best choice of words when we're talking about Nazi scientists. Besides That's that, true. I'm, like, yeah. I'm, liking, yeah. uh, I'm liking the name of it, though, because I'm just picturing us luring away these scientists going, we got paperclips. Ah, nah, we got paper clips. Uh, yeah. oh, we we don't have those in Germany. Yeah, you don't <laughs> ever gold paper clips.
0: Oh. We only used yeah, in Germany. We had gold paper clips. <laughs> but then, um, they we, then they got <laughs> stolen. Then they got stolen. I would like to see like Werner von Braun get like be given his name tag, and he's like, yeah. uh, "Excuse me, this this doesn't say mastermind on it." <laughs> I yeah. What's I can't up with wear that? it. I can't wear this. <laughs> uh, I like your answer. Yeah. What's up with that? Because <laughs> that's how a mastermind German. Yeah. Like. <laughs> hey, what what's up with that? Huh? What's up with that? Oh, uh, all right. Operation Northwoods. The <laughs> I said that like it's okay. familiar. <laughs>
1: hold up. Hold uh, up. Does that oh, yeah, picture? Yeah, totally. That picture kind of looks like uh, a little bit like Liam uh, li- Yes. It totally looks yes. like Liam Neeson. <laughs> it looks like Liam Neeson. Expression <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson. Sorry, so he you should you play, play, play. It's Neeson. Cuban. Uh, oh, Cuban. Cuban. Liam Neeson, my, Liam Neeson, my apologies. You yes. should play him in the film. <laughs> he probably
0: would do very well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, because if it's not the Soviets, it's the Cubans, right? Uh, the tense relationship <laughs> between the United States and Cuba during the Cold War. <laughs> that should be a bumper sticker. <laughs> If it wasn't the Soviets, it was the Cubans. (laughs) Uh, The tense relationship between the United States and Cuba during the Cold War led to uh, CIA. uh, I like how they had to spell it out this time. Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, to hatch a slew of bizarre schemes aimed at taking down the Castro regime. While the goal of most of the covert operations, such as Operation Mongoose, was to assassinate Fidel Castro himself, hopefully using a mongoose. Uh, (laughs) Other plans...
1: Fidel, take this! (laughs) throws a mongoose ah, God. <laughs>
0: I really hope that a lot of these operations are that literal. So uh, how's uh operation Laser
1: Shark coming along? You mean better the one with the laser s- sharks? What are you going to say, Andy? I said better than operation Stealth Shark. We keep losing those things.
0: <laughs> then you got the other guy like should we rename these
1: operations? I mean they're very literal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nobody uh, will be able
1: to figure out what it is. It's so overt. It's covert. Uh,
0: other plans aimed to entice an all-out war between the US and Cuba experts have said. Uh, so in 1998, the National Security Archive, NSA, a non-governmental uh, government organization that publishes information made available through the Freedom of Information Act, posted declassified documents related to Operation Northwoods. The scheme dreamed up in 1962 by the Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, uniformed members of the U.S. Department of Defense who advised the president and others involved uh, committing acts of violence against U.S. and Cuban civilians, and then blaming those acts on the Cuban government, according to the NSA documents. These acts, which included faked terrorist attacks in U.S. or er, in U.S. cities, the hijacking of planes, and the sinking of boats full of Cuban uh, emigres en route to the U.S., would then be used to justify a war with Cuba according to the documents. The Kennedy administration recognized the folly of Operation Northwoods, you think, Uh, (laughs) and rejected it according to news reports. So... Well, there you go.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it had a good operation name. Northwoods? No. Oh, I I was actually referring to Operation Mongoose. I liked that one more. Operation (laughs) Mongoose. Operation
0: mangoose uh, operation feral cats <laughs> so, <laughs> we're just gonna flood Cuba with feral cats just.
1: feral cats it's genius
0: if you think about it <laughs> yeah yeah who's who's gonna take the ferry full of feral cats over I guess.
1: <laughs> sounds like a job
0: for Tim uh all right. Uh, uh manhattan project one of the most well-known secret research programs is the manhattan project which eventually produced the world's first atomic bombs the project began in 1939 and was cloaked in secrecy as physicists investigated the potential power of atomic weapons from 1942 to 1946 major generals leslie groves of the u.s army corps of engineers led the manhattan project the first nuclear bomb was detonated at 5:30 a.m on july 16th 1945 during the so-called trinity tests at the Alamogordo allama gordo air yeah Alamogordo Air Base, 120 miles, 183 kilometers south of Albuquerque, New Mexico. The explosion created a mushroom cloud that stretched 40,000 feet, 12,200 meters, and the bomb's explosive power was equivalent to more than 15,000 tons of TNT. A month after the Trinity Test, two atomic bombs were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in Japan in the waning stages of World War II. To date, the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki remain the only uses of nuclear weapons in war. Now, I do have to remind the general public that before the first nuclear bomb exploded, they didn't know if the chain reaction would stop. Like, it was a genuine concern that the splitting of atoms would just go on forever.
1: It's a very fair assumption.
0: It's a very fair (laughs) assumption, yes. So, at 5.30 a.m., right before they hit the button, somebody was thinking, well, (laughs) I hope this is worth it.
1: I hope this works. (laughs) It's like, should we do this? You push the button. I don't want to push the button. You push the button. (laughs) Why not? Oper- yeah, why not? that was a separate operation yeah. it was operation push the button the other person wasn't yep. told what the button actually did but they were a part of that right. operation so they were like click i would like to think- So what did i do <laughs> <laughs> what did i do <laughs> yeah that way they can blame it on tim exactly uh, I was gonna say, let's just get tim to come in here and do it damn <laughs> damn come here for a second uh can you classify that button for us real fast <laughs> yeah real quick just real quick we want to make sure that okay. button is classified Um, i can imagine i can
0: imagine imagine dan was actually there and they said okay so this could end the universe and dan's like or maybe not or maybe not boop i'm gonna move on in this list because this is a long list and not all of it is like like oh that's
1: funny we still Uh, got two other pages and we're about an hour now yes
0: yes i will go with a couple more that i found interesting like this one uh, operation Tub, Secret armies also existed In the United States during the Cold War In 2014, declassified documents From the U.S. Air Force and the Federal Bureau Of Investigation, uh, FBI For those who may not know oh. uh, Revealed a plan Dreamed up in uh, 1950 For a quote covert intelligence And evasion and escape Operation in Alaska Nicknamed Operation Tub. The plan called for the training of ordinary Alaskans in coding decoding, and other espionage techniques so that they could spy on the enemy in the event of a Soviet invasion of Alaska. While such an invasion never occurred, a total of 89 agents were trained for this purpose." Yeah, so I was telling Andy earlier when we were talking about this, that I like to imagine that uh, back when this project was launched, that they just put up like, you know, like when you need a babysitter, you know, and you like posted it like the local post office or something, and you got like the phone number, like cut out at the bottom of the page, and you just like take one. Like, are you interested in becoming a United States uh spy in, in case of Soviet invasion? If so, take a phone number. <laughs> like
1: have you ever wanted to fight off an invasion in Alaska? Covertly? But don't feel like joining that whole army thing? <laughs> yeah. Do you want a job but that I you mean, can't it, tell anyone about? <laughs> exactly man this will
0: look great on a resume you can't tell anyone oh it's, man
1: you actually just have to put <laughs> for seven years of your life you were redacted, redacted. <laughs> you i've always nothing. considered myself redacted so i guess this works out <laughs> it's
0: like so it says here on your resume that uh you didn't do anything for the last seven years stupid spy life <laughs>
1: uh, no so i just look at him and go didn't i didn't i <laughs> didn't i <laughs> Didn't I?
0: Do you see yourself speaking
1: Russian? You're welcome. You're
0: (laughs) welcome. All right. And the last one, this one's for you, Dan. Uh, Acoustic Kitty. uh... (laughs) A report from 1967 shows that the CIA spent millions of dollars in an attempt to train domesticated cats to spy on the Soviet Uh Union. Yes, you read that correctly. Nicknamed Acoustic Kitty, the program involved, it's like a bad X-Men character, Uh, the (laughs) the program involved implanting electronic spying equipment into live cats and then training them to eavesdrop on unsuspecting Cold War rivals, like they can tell the difference.
1: If you don't believe this (laughs) ridiculous... That's a good point, actually.
0: How if would you get don't,
1: them to go to the specific they, guy you needed? They played the numbers <laughs> game and just send them all out and just hoped. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I
0: can imagine or they just get a random package with a cat in it, you know, like on their front step. Yeah, like, right? Then hopefully the, the owner and the cat get along. Like, did We're I order something some from... Yeah. Did I order something from Soviet uh, Amazon? Or <laughs> like, oh, it's a cat. Should we That's trust weird. a cat in a box? Should we? uh, No, no, I don't think so. The problem was Uh,
1: like about it was like fifty to seventy-five percent of the uh, boxes with cats in them that forgot to poke holes in them.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: Um. Oh wait, can I do one more? This one's really good. Hold on, I before before we move on, I just want to. Why do I feel, based on the fact that it just says the CIA spent millions of dollars in an attempt to train domestic cats, that I feel like they probably spent more on this than that other one that they spent like twenty seven mil on and they were like, you know what, we probably. really should not admit how much we spent we on cat number. Yeah. Oh, the you mean the... we, we gave the, the cats psychic powers, but they just used them to knock stuff off the table, which was a pain in the ass. <laughs> Instead of climbing up there and doing it themselves. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: you mean the the uh, potentially working UFO? Yes. Like the actual flying saucer? Yeah, I would. I would like to be a part of that conversation. It's like so. So we got twenty-seven million, but you invested hundreds of millions <laughs> into cats. Yes, we did. Oh,
1: yep, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Well, the higher ups no, and that would have worked people, out if we so. had
1: remembered to poke holes in the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> just just <laughs> classify the bill. Say we spent millions. No one will ask questions.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll call that the uh, the Schrodinger list of of lost.
1: Schrödinger's yes. bill.
0: <laughs> Schrödinger's bill. Um all right, this one makes me feel really comfortable with the um I don't know what to do. the adequacy of the United States military. Okay. Okay. In 19 19- Greenland's lost bomb. Oh yeah. In 1968, a US B52 bomber carrying four hydrogen bombs on a ru- on a routine but secret mission crashed near the Thule Air Base in Greenland. In the aftermath of the crash, American and Danish officials, officials launched a project to clean up radioactive debris and collect the scattered pieces of the nuclear bombs. However, for years, or sorry, 4 years later, okay, uh, news reports out of Denmark and the US questioned whether all 4 bombs had really been located. In 2008, the BBC published an article based on declassified documents regarding the Thule accident, asserting that one of the four hydrogen bombs was never recovered from the crash site. This claim by a a respected Republican led the Danish Prime Minister to request a new investigation of the declassified documents used for the BBC report.
1: Respected uh, publication for the record, not Republican. I was like, wait, a respected Republican oh, publication. Oh, respected oh, my publication. My eyes merged
0: the two words. The respected in publication. Okay. <laughs> I was really confused respected for a minute there. <laughs> publication. Thank you. I was like, why, why are we bringing politics into That's this? That's why I was uh, so that confused. Is, <laughs> uh, that investigation led by the Danish scholar uh, Svend Age Christensen uh, found that the BBC's report was not based on any new classified information. It drew from information. That had previously been declassified, and that all four weapons had, in fact, been destroyed during the crash in 1968, according to the National Security Archive. So, does the United States want to admit that they've lost a hydrogen bomb somewhere? No. Yes. So, of course, of course, oh. they're going to say <laughs> that they retrieved them. I just like this idea of just a lost nuclear warhead. Right. Just somewhere. Somewhere.
1: Somewhere. Listen, maybe it's like, we know how many bombs we got. We don't know where they all are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's true. <laughs> but we know how many we got. We know how many we've got, hypothetically, in our possession. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to need you to get all the way off my back about questioning me. <laughs> uh, we've got this under control. Yeah. Okay. All right. If it's an issue, I'll let you know. <laughs> Now excuse me while I go train go uh train some cats to spy on Soviets. So the way any good spy would. <laughs> the way any good spy would. So all of our government's spending on these sometimes <laughs> absolutely absurd projects.
1: Uh yeah. It's it's It actually turns out that uh, like give- the next one on the list is the CIA trained cats to retrieve nuclear bombs. But uh once again it just <laughs> it just didn't take. We uh, we yeah, ran kept into some them off the desk.
0: <laughs> we uh, we ran into some problems with them breathing underwater. <laughs> you know, like yeah, we should have thought this one through too.
1: We forgot so... to poke holes in them. <laughs> Wait a second, <laughs> poke holes in the cats? <laughs> we forgot to poke the holes in the cats again, guys. Jesus, why does this <laughs> keep happening? <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it gives me real confidence in uh, in our you know various agencies and so I
1: just like how on uh, one of the the same topic slash podcast that we're doing, we've mm-hmm. lost bombs and Coca-Cola right. bottles. <laughs> sure. Same level of consistently. Yeah, right, yeah. Love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Oh man, we lost a nuclear warhead? That's terrible. Yeah, wait till I get to the bad news. People aren't returning their Coca-Cola <laughs> yeah. bottles to the
1: bin. Uh, right, put out a memo about this. <laughs> yeah. This will not stand.
0: Someone get the cats. It's
1: <laughs> like like nobody about? got the memo.
0: Oh, yeah. I was on like a decl, I was on like a classifying, like you know, <laughs> yeah. like binge. And I just, yeah. I'd be it's not a classifying, game. <laughs> that's my bad. Damn it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody got the memo, yeah so anyway anything from these lists really stand out to you guys
1: is like favorites or i love the fact that anything. everything is stolen by nazis we're nope. against no, the no, soviet we stole from nazis. sorry stole from the nazis yeah, yeah, yeah. telepathic first, telekinesis yeah. and the damn soviet union that's that's a conspiracy yeah. you know what i'm gonna write these down for my game
0: i'm actually really surprised that cuba was only mentioned once
1: and that they That's had a true. picture of Liam Neeson for some reason. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. Uh, there are lots of more, th- many more things on this list that are really interesting. But yeah, we we are running out of time. So, yeah, I think I honestly I think that the lost nuclear warhead, because that happens, and the uh, all the time cat, all the time, and the cats trained to spy on Soviets are probably my favorite items from these lists. But that first list good, of, yeah. of weird things was pretty good too. Like, classified jokes about the Soviet Union.
1: That was a good
0: joke, too.
1: <sighs> I like that joke. was a that good joke, joke. Yeah. I like that first one.
0: But I love how, uh, like, the, our top minds in government are, this is what they're doing, mm-hmm. or at least what they were doing.
1: Yeah, I was going to say what um, they were. Well, they probably are doing it. Now it's even they worse, probably. They probably are. Why yeah, somebody's still trying now. to work on that cat thing. I feel like there's got to be <laughs> someone in the government that they're like, hey, hey. Think of the craziest things you can possibly think of. Classify them. We'll declassify them later. Plausible deniability. And he's like, "What do you think?" Spy cats. And they're like, "Sorry, that's an actual one. Think of something better." Stealth sharks. Yeah, no, come we were, on, dude. We think of something we fake. Got that stuff going. <laughs> <laughs> Lost uh, bombs. That's what I'm talking stealth, about. Stealth. <laughs> stealth cats. Ooh. Ooh. Stealth yeah, cats riding space yeah. sharks. Because they're in space <laughs> now. Space sharks. Now we're genetically engineering sharks to fly in space. To fly in space.
0: <laughs> to. Uh, I mean, how yeah. else are we
1: going to stop the uh, hyper-evolved snakes?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the best shot. But then we have yeah. flying sharks on our hands. So you know, it's like yeah,
1: that's more manageable. That's yeah, they're bigger targets. They are. Just Punch them in the nose. I don't know punch where. I imagine with that, the stealth but. shark. The like the the guy showed up and he's like looking at the tank. He's like, wow, this is really good. And they're like, yeah, they're not actually in there. Cleaning the tank, so we had to move them. Oh. So we had to move them. Yeah. I was just, like, really impressed with your guys' work.
0: So the stealth, turns out, the stealth technology only works on their skin. Yeah, yeah. It's really a terrifying sight. (laughs) They stealth to see a bunch of
1: inside-out sharks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, <laughs> we can maritimble. wrap up the actual show and go into our post show. So uh, thank you so much for watching this episode of Mystery Cast right here on Tales of Earth. Uh, If you want to find Dan, where can they find you, Dan?
1: They can find or me can on Twitter for. and Instagram at dante Producer or on Twitch at dante Streamer. You can find me at, for I am Andy on Netflix. Because that's what I always say. Uh, on Instagram. <laughs> it's true. That's like, wait a minute. I was going to say, for some reason, I always say Netflix. So I was like, I'm just going to start saying it. Uh, on Instagram. And that's it because I don't like the internet.
0: All righty. That's good to know, Andy. Uh, I'm Gary. You can find me uh, on YouTube at Film Circuit, Twitter at Film Circuit, and Instagram at Northward Films. Thank you for watching this episode. And as always, glorp, everybody. And I love the Illuminati and all the other catchphrases that, yeah, we've that we currently
1: have on going on the show. Go glorp yourself, yes. and San Diego. Which,
0: which we now have added Dan's, or maybe not. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs> yeah.
1: Go glorp which yourself. Should be a t- or maybe not. Or I feel like that should not. be our, like, our response to every <laughs> right. conspiracy. Like, it could be true. Or maybe not. We, we should just get a... We need a shirt now that says, like, something, some conspiracy. It's a cycling conspiracy, but on the back it just goes, Or maybe not. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> the government has stealth shots on the back. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs>